I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Luke's English Podcast. In this one, I'm just going to try and improvise a story to you, right? So I've done this kind of thing before. Um, there was an episode a while ago called the Pink Gorilla episode where I just tried to make up a story off the top of my head and see if I could sort of make it long and weird and crazy and a bit stupid and maybe funny. Um, and I thought, oh, I wonder how this is going to go down. Maybe my listeners are not going to really get this. They might not understand. They might not see the value in listening to it for their English. But I posted it anyway, and um, that actually has become one of the most popular episodes. And I often get messages from people saying, do another one of those stories. And so that's what I'm going to do. This is not the sequel to the Pink Gorilla story. This is a different story. This one's called The Talking Dog. It's based on, a, on, a, on, a, on an old joke, but usually the joke lasts about one minute. I'm going to see if I can make it last for something in the region of 30 minutes, um, but we'll see. I don't really know where I'm going to go with this story. I've got a basic structure in my head. I don't know where exactly it's going to go. Um, so I'm just going to start telling the story and I'm going to make it up as I go along. Um, your task for this episode uh, is just to listen and just to try and follow, try and keep up with the story, just try and understand it all. And where is the punchline? Where's the punchline? Usually in a joke, there's a punchline, which is the kind of funny concluding line at the end of the joke. Usually jokes are pretty short. Um, even the long jokes don't usually go on for more than a couple of minutes. And normally there's a, a funny line or a punchline at the end which is supposed to make you laugh. Now, considering I'm, I'm going to make this story really long, um, that's probably going to affect the outcome of the joke. It's probably not going to be a funny punchline because there are rules to telling jokes. One of the rules is that you don't set... The, um, one of the rules is that the setup is not too long because if the setup is really, really, really long... It's got to have an amazing punchline in order for it to, to actually work. So I don't expect that the punchline to this joke is going to really work, but it doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that you're going to get to listen to probably about 30 minutes of kind of live um, storytelling. Um, and um, so I think we should get started. Right. <clears throat> so let's see. Some time ago an unspecific time in the past, um, I was feeling a bit exhausted, you know. I'd been working hard, teaching my students English, um, 
it's it, it it's great fun job, but sometimes it can be a little bit demanding, especially when the students um, either either one of two things: the students either ask you lots of difficult questions. For example, what does the word um, "at" mean? And you have to kind of give them some extremely abstract answer. Well, the word "at" really is a, a word that expresses some kind of uh, uh, proximity. Um, and, you know, the answer never really satisfies because the answer is, if they don't understand the word at, they're not going to understand the abstract answer, uh, the ac- abstract explanation of the word act, uh, at. So you can see the kind of um, uh, knots and things that uh, I get tied up in in my job. And sometimes it, it gets you a bit exhausted. You can burn out. And I thought, I need a week off, because otherwise I'm going to burn out. And so I took a week off, and I thought, I'm going to go out into the countryside. So I rented a car, and I drove out into the countryside, um, which was very nice. Lots of greenery everywhere, fields, trees, hedges, uh, the sky, the sun, fresh air. It was, it was lovely. It was fantastic. Lots of little animals running around everywhere the birds singing in the trees, um, bees and wasps and things flying around. Bees are okay. They're, they're the good guys, but wasps are, are not. Um, they're evil. So I try to avoid wasps at all costs. Um, that's, that rhymed. Um, that wasn't intended, but I quite liked it anyway. Uh, try to avoid wasps at all costs. That sounds like it could be an advertising slogan. Um, I don't know why people would be advertising that, uh, advertising the avoidance of wasps. Um, I don't think it's necessary to advertise it. You don't need to make public announcements to suggest that people avoid wasps because people naturally know that they should avoid wasps. Um, I've said the word wasps so many times now that it's starting to sound ridiculous, especially the sps bit at the end, wasps. Some of you listening to this probably don't know what wasps are. Wasps. I can't believe how ridiculous the word wasps sounds. But uh, anyway, and this isn't really related to the story. This is just a a random tangent. But wasps are like insects and they're yellow and black. Some kind of uneducated people might think that they're bees, that bees and wasps are the same thing. They're not. Bees are good guys. Wasps are bad guys. Why are bees good guys? It's because they make honey. Um, and, and well, they, they make honey. Also, they have a sting in their tail. But bees only have one sting. So they use that sting and then die. So they, they don't really use the sting very often. But wasps, well, they don't make honey. Um, so they're not really offering us much. Um, and uh, they've got a sting in their tail as well, which they can use over and over and over again. So they're much more likely to sting you than a bee. Now, wasps are not entirely bad. They're also kind of good as well because they they actually help to regulate the the uh, the uh, the environment. You know, they eat uh, uh, insects that eat that uh, kill your 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 flowers in your garden and stuff. So they're not all bad. Anyway, this is not a story about bees and wasps. 
Although I might try and bring back the bees and wasps into this episode in some way. But anyway, I was basically just driving around in the countryside. It was very nice. Just driving along, just relaxing. You know, I had the windows down and everything. Just sort of listening to the sound of the birds singing, the fresh air. Um, uh, obviously, I was I was pumping lots of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere out of the back of the car. But never mind that. Um, and I was driving along and I saw by the side of the road a sign um, and the sign said talking dog for sale talking dog for sale and I kept driving and I thought talking dog for sale wow that's interesting first of all I didn't realize that dogs could talk that's a, that's news to me um, and apparently there is a there is a dog that can talk and it's there in that farm and it's for sale so I decided I'd turn round um, so I stopped the car and did a, a three-point turn in the road. Obviously, I checked my mirrors carefully and made sure that uh, um, you know I wasn't going to crash into another car. And I turned around and I went back to the farm and I thought, I'm going to visit this farm. I'm going to uh, find out about this talking dog and possibly uh, think about purchasing it because apparently it's for sale. And the whole thing is going to make for a really, really uh, stupid uh, episode of Luke's English Podcast. That's the only reason I'm doing this. I'm only going to investigate the, this this talking dog for sale just because it might then give me something to talk about on the podcast. Um, so, I drove down into the farm and got to the farmhouse um, and I knocked on the door and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to the farmer, I'm going to find out I'm going to check out the dog. I'm going to see how much it costs. Maybe I'm going to negotiate. I'm going to haggle with him, try and bring the price down. Because I imagine a talking dog is going to cost a lot of money. Um, I mean, I, I, I reckon probably um, that um, a talking dog is probably just a dog that barks and it sounds like it's saying something. You know, it's probably a dog that goes, I don't know, what, what, what would it say? It's probably a dog that just... Um, you know when it barks, it probably sounds like it's going, you know, hey, hey, or something like that. Not that a dog would say, hey, Sau sausages, maybe, sausages. I don't know. It's probably just not really a talking dog, but just some kind of gimmick. Um, and eventually the farmer arrived at the door. Um, and, um, and I said to him, hello, are you the farmer? And he said, yes, yes, I am. I suppose you're here to, to uh, I suppose you're here... Wait, wait a minute, farmer. Shouldn't you have a farmer's voice? You shouldn't just speak in the same voice as me. And the farmer went, Oh, yeah, I suppose that's right. I should probably speak like some kind of farmer. And I said to him, Are you going to have to keep up that accent for the rest of the story? Um, I suppose I am, Luke, yes. Now, this is the this is the accent of a farmer, vaguely. It's the sort of, it's the sort of um, you know, like southwest west country kind of accent because lots of farmers come from this part of the country all right and i said to him okay that's fine that's fine you can speak in that voice but um it might limit your involvement in this story because i'm not sure i can i can keep doing that accent for for a long time i, I can only do it in short bursts because the the longer i speak like that the the worse the accent becomes and the more it just doesn't sound like a real accent it just sounds like some kind of weird version of an accent that i'm creating um but anyway mr farmer um yes um okay so 
uh, I've I've come here uh, for a reason. And the farmer said, I suppose you've come here about this talking dog. Am I right? And I said to him, yes, that's right. How did you know? He said, well, that's the only reason people come here. People, pe- what generally happens is people, people are driving around in the countryside because they're they're a bit tired of their job. Job, job. Are you all right there? You're having trouble with that word, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Job, job. I don't know. I don't know how to say that word in this accent, but I'm going to do it anyway. People drive around in the countryside because they're they're a bit tired of their job, right? Well done. Thanks a lot. Um, and um, and and they they invariably drive past my farm and they notice the sign which obviously you've done um, and they come in here and they they want to see this talking dog is that is that the case for you yeah that that's exactly what's happened to me um, that's amazing um, right so let's get to it let's get to it mr. farmer um, all right then all right then uh, let's get to it yeah fine I suppose you want to know where it is yes exactly and where is this talking dog where can I see it? Um, I can't wait to discover the amazingness of of an animal, a domestic animal, that is able to communicate. Um, I, I don't know which language it speaks. Can you tell me which, which language it speaks? Yeah, of course, Luke. I, I'll tell you that. That's, that's no problem. That's um, all part of the transaction. Um, yeah, he speaks English, of course. He speaks excellent English. He's, he's very fluent. Well, brilliant. Okay, so here's the question then. Where is it? Well, I'll, I'll tell you where it is, Luke, shall I? Yes, that would be a good idea. All right, then I'll, 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 I'll start doing that now. Yes, I think you should start doing that now. Right then. Okay, so here you are at the farmhouse, right? Yes, good. I know I know that because I can see it and it says farmhouse uh, just there. R- right, okay. So what you're going to do, you're going to come out here, turn right keep going along the, on, along the path right you keep going and then uh, when you get to the you're going to get to a little doorway all right you're going to go through that doorway and then uh, you're, what you're going to do there is you're going to find a, a, a long wall a long wall okay uh, so you keep going keep walking keep walking along keep going uh, with the wall on your side keep walking 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 until you get to the end of the wall and then what you're going to do is you turn round um, turn round, but I, I mean turn round so you, you, you go go round the end of the wall, right? And then you're on the other side of the wall, okay? And then what you're going to do there is you're going to keep walking, okay? Keep walking. Just keep walking, walking, walking with the wall on your right, okay? And you keep going. And what's going to happen there is you're going to get back to where you started from, okay? Why, why would I do that, Mr. Farmer? I mean, what's the point of just walking to the end of a wall, and then coming back, so I'm back where I started from. Ah, yes, you may think you're back where you started from, but you're on the other side of the wall, aren't you? Oh, yeah, that's right, okay. So you're actually very close to where you started from, but you're on the other side of the wall. Right, so I have to go all the way over to the end of the wall and back just to just to get onto the other other side of the wall. That's right, Luke, you've got it. You're a clever lad, aren't you? You you're smart. What do you do for a living? I'm I'm an uh, I'm an English teacher. Well, that figures, doesn't it? Do you have to be intelligent to do that? Um, well, not really, but it helps. Well, I think that you're probably one of the intelligent ones because you worked out my instructions. Now, once you've got to that point, you're on the other side of the wall. You may notice that there is a door there which you could have used, but never mind that. Now, what you're going to do is there's a little path, little path there, and you're just going to follow the path, and it winds down through some trees, through a little wood, and you're going to keep going. Don't stray from the path. 
Okay? Do not stray from the path. Is that clear? Um, sorry, what, what, what did you say? Don't, uh, don't what? Don't, uh, do not stray from the path. Sorry, do not stray from the path. What's the, what's the path? Look, Luke, I don't speak like you, because I'm not from that London, all right? I've got a slightly different voice to you. There's no need to insult me. Okay. Now, what I said was, do not stray from the path. Sorry, farmer. I just I know I know that you speak slightly differently from me, but I don't know I don't know what you're saying. Do not stray from the path. I don't know what that is. All right, Luke. I'm going to try and say it in your voice. Okay. Do not stray from the path. Oh, right, the path. Okay, so I should keep to the path. That's right, Luke. Do not walk into the forest because there are spiders in there. There are spiders in the forest. Do not walk into the forest, okay? Right, oh, thanks, farmer. You're, you're, you, you seem to be adding a new element to this story, which um, wasn't planned. Um, that's right, Luke. I'm adding a new kind of Lord of the Rings type element to this story, um, which, uh, which r- could drastically alter the, the way that the story moves forward. I know that this was never really an intended part of the story you were never supposed to have some kind of lord of the rings sort of battling with spiders you were never supposed to have a kind of lord of the rings style uh battling with spiders in the dark scene in this story but i'm doing it i'm throwing it in there okay so just do not stray from the path because there are spiders in the wood um all right there are spiders in the wood really well of course there are spiders in the wood it's a wood there are trees. That's where spiders live. That's normal. I mean, is that the only reason I shouldn't stray from the path? Well, Luke, to be honest, that's not the only reason you shouldn't stray from the path. Because, well, the path leads you to the destination you should be going to. So if you stray from the path, you won't get to where you should be going. And there are spiders. Right, okay. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll keep to the path and I'll just follow the path. And then what happens? Right, when you get... To uh, when you follow the path, what you'll find there is there's a little there's a river. Okay, there's a river. Do not go in the river. Do not go in the river. Okay, right. Don't go in the river. I wasn't planning to go in in the river anyway. Why would I? Why would I go in the river? Well, that's you say that, Luke. But some folks, what happens is when they get down to that river, they have one look at that the lovely crystal waters, the fresh running water of the river, and they think to themselves, "Oh, that path was long. I I, I resisted the temptation to 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 leave the path and and battle with spiders, and so um, I'm going to take a little little uh, bath." in the river i'm going to leave the path i'm going to take a bath in in the in the river sorry mr farmer again you've lost me i don't know what you're saying follow what follow the, follow the path and then take a bath in the river right okay no i'm not going to do that look i just want to find the talking dog okay never mind all this fantasy stuff about don't follow don't leave the path don't go into the water Never mind all that. I just want to find the talking dog. That's the story. Stop trying to make this into Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit or something. All right, Luke. All right. No, no need to. No need to get frustrated. Okay. It's. I don't know if it's my voice or what, but I'm. 
I can't help making this into The Hobbit Part 4. You know what I mean? Anyway, right, so do not go into the river. I know it's going to be tempting, but don't do it, all right? The water is beautiful. It's clear. It's fresh. It's It makes a lovely little trickling sound. But don't go into the water, all right? Because if you do, then you'll fall asleep. You'll fall asleep and you'll end up being kidnapped by goblins, all right? Just don't do it. Um, all right, farmer, just... I won't leave the path. I won't go into the water. I don't want to be kidnapped by goblins. I mean, that to be honest, that's nearly happened to me before in another episode of Luke's English Podcast, which you might have forgotten about. It was called The the Mystery Story, and uh, it nearly happened by the River Thames, and I don't count on it happening again, all right? All right, Luke, fine. Right, so uh, what do you propose, then, as an alternative to going into the river? How do I get to the talking dog? Right, well, there. What you'll find a bridge. There is a bridge there, but it's no ordinary bridge. No, this is the Bridge of, of Doom. Oh, God, for God's sake, the Bridge of Doom. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding, Luke. It's very, very serious. I thought this was a farm. It's not Harry Potter. I don't care, Luke. I'm just trying to explain to you how to find this talking dog. All right? Now, it's very important you follow my instructions carefully because a lot of people, a lot of weary travelers who come come this way, they 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 don't follow my advice. And they do one of a number of things. One of the things they do wrong is, let me guess, they, they, they stray from the path. That's right, Luke. Yeah, they stray from the path. And we never see, see them again. They've prob- it's probably because they get bored and they go home. No, I don't think so, Luke. I think that they get captured by spiders. And then all of their, po- all of their blood is sucked out by venomous spiders. We don't need to know the details. Just move on to the second point. The second point that people do wrong is they go into the water of the river, and I can't explain uh, clearly enough. Do not go into the river. (sighs) Okay, I think I've got that point. What's the third thing? The third thing is at the Bridge of Doom that they, they answer the questions of doom with the wrong answers. Oh, my God. There are questions. Sorry, farmer. Can I ask you a question? Do you own this farm? Yes, I do. So, um, couldn't you maybe, I don't know, do something to stop these sorts of things happening? Couldn't you cut down the... Couldn't you get rid of the spiders? Couldn't you uh, put a bridge over the river that, that, that doesn't have some kind of uh, challenge um, before you can get onto it? Can't you just put a little bridge? Um, no, Luke, no, because uh, this is a magical forest. And... It's just part of the story, okay? It's a fairy tale. You can't go over the bridge unless you answer the questions of the bridge. All right, okay, well, can you give me an indication of what the questions are? Well, Luke, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the thing, because uh, the questions have not been defined yet. Um, Why not? Well, because I haven't decided what they are, because I'm writing this story. We're writing this story as we go. I haven't pre-planned clever questions clever mysterious questions that could you know could be asked to you at the bridge so i'm leaving it open in fact all i'm going to tell you is that the questions change depending on who is being asked sorry sorry what was that the questions change depending on who's being asked right i'm starting to get a handle 
on your vowel sounds now. I think what you said was the questions change depending on who's being asked. That's right, Luke. Asked. No, asked, isn't it? Asked. 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 Which one is it? Well, I'd say asked. You say asked. All right. Isn't that okay? That's all right, isn't it? Yes, fine. It's possible for different accents to exist in the world. That's fine. Okay. All right. So you're telling me that I'm going to be asked three questions that, 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 like, um, three questions that are different, you know, like unique questions that apply only to me. Okay, fine. I know the thing. I've seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I get it. All right, fine. So good. Thanks. Thanks a lot, farmer. I'm going to go now. All right, thanks. Thanks. Like, I don't want you to add any more kind of uh, fantasy elements to this story. So I'm going to go. All right, farmer. Thanks a lot. One thing, Luke, one thing. How did you know my name? Never mind that right now. One thing before you leave for the forest, the magical enchanted forest on your, your on your adventure to find the talking dog. Bef- one thing. Let me hand you this. And he gave me a Swiss army pen knife. You know, those like Victorian Ox Swiss army knives. It's like a little red uh, uh, knife where the blade comes in and out. You know what I mean? So you you can put it in your pocket and it doesn't like you know cut your pocket. I'm sure that's the reason that they designed them like that, just so that it wouldn't damage the inside of your pocket. They're convenient little things. Uh, Boy Scouts have them. You can pull the blade out. It's kind of... Uh, uh, comes out and round and then you've got a lovely little very attractive Swiss army knife so he gave me one of them he said Luke you're going to need this Swiss army knife I, I don't really know why you're going to need it but that you might need to cut something maybe on maybe if you get lost in the forest you'll need this to uh, help you forage for mushrooms in the forest all right but I if you do forage for mus- mushrooms I have to tell you I have to warn you don't eat the the don't eat the red and white mushrooms all right you can eat the other mushrooms but don't eat the red and white mushrooms all right why why not why not farmer why can't i eat the red and white mushrooms because i'm collecting them all right they're mine i uh, they're my mushrooms and i don't want you eating them okay i'm i'm collecting them for myself also if you eat them then they might make you a bit mad all oh, right okay is this what's going on then are you a mushroom person? Are you are you one of these people who eats mushrooms? Um, that might explain why you're not making any sense. Because if you eat mushrooms that make you go mad, uh, maybe you're just making all this stuff up about an enchanted river. That's it. You're just a crazy mushroom head, aren't you? Right. Thanks a lot, farmer. I'm, thanks for the pen knife. That might be useful. Um, I'm going to go now and I'm going to find this talking dog and, and if I if I think it's worth purchasing if it doesn't just if it doesn't just go sausages or something if it doesn't just say sausages uh, or a, another word if it can actually have a conversation if it's got some grasp over the discourse structures of English um, if it can actually string a sentence together then I might consider purchasing it so you might I might come back again I hope you do come back again, Luke, because many a weary traveller who come through these parts don't come back. 
So make sure you stick to the path. Don't go in the river and answer the questions correctly. And if you need to forage for mushrooms, leave the red and white mushrooms for me, Luke, okay? Fine. Thanks a lot, farmer. Bye, 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 bye. So I left the farmer quickly, and um, and, I, and I, I walked, and I followed his instructions, and I, I kept walking, 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 followed the little path, got down to the wall, walked all the way to the end of the wall and round again, even though there was a door that I could have used, but I was just following instructions. And then I got to the other, other side of the wall, and I could see before me uh, uh, the magical enchanted forest with a path running through it. To be honest, it wasn't that impressive. You might be imagining some kind of fairy tale, Lord of the Rings kind of forest, but it was just a few trees, really. It wasn't that impressive. And there was a motorway. There was like a, a highway just next to it with cars going... Um, which ruined the mystery somewhat. Anyway, I, I, I walked through the forest and there was a path and I stuck to the path. I didn't venture off from the path, even though if you're listening to this, you probably want me to. You're probably thinking, oh, but Luke, surely you should you should venture off the path, um, tragically, and and end up in some horrible situation where you have to battle spiders. Um, and, you know, you might, maybe you, you, you by accident eat one of the red and white mushrooms and you might go off on some psychedelic experience. It could be a really interesting story. It could be brilliant. Um, but really what I, 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 I never intended to, to have some kind of mystical journey. So I'm, I'm just, no, I'm going to stick to the path. So I stuck to the path and I got to the river and it looked all right. I mean, it looked quite nice. The water certainly looked clean and refreshing, but I thought, no, I'm going to follow the advice of the farmer. I'm not going to go into the water because it's going to make me fall asleep and then I'll be kidnapped by, by goblins and, and, and then I'll have to spend lots of money on special effects, lots of CGI, and, and the story will become dangerously close to the, the, the plot line of The Hobbit and that could incur some kind of plagiarism case and i don't want that um new line cinema i'm sure they've got very good lawyers and J.R.R. tolkien he's probably got a good lawyer as well even though he's dead but it doesn't matter so i'm not going to start ripping off the storyline to the hobbit okay right so i i got to the bridge and indeed indeed it was a magical bridge so the the the, the mushroom eating farmer um was actually right which was strange because I thought that he was probably just making it up in you know based on some hallucination he'd had but no there it was the magical bridge it was it was quite nice it was it was made of um it was like made of wood i think it was ikea uh, but it was a nice one it was like one of the more expensive ikea bridges that you can get um it was like made of pine or something some other kind of uh, scandinavian looking wood it was it was nice it was a solid functional practical bridge but there was a little man standing there a little man and 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 I, I and you're probably thinking what did he look like Luke what did the little man look like well um the little man he was kind of he was well he was little he was short and he he was bald and he had a mustache and he had a friendly face a friendly kind kind sort of round face to be honest he looked a lot like Danny DeVito and I thought, is that Danny? Is that Danny DeVito, the American actor, the the guy who was in Batman, uh, Batman Returns? He played the Penguin 
in Batman Returns. Danny DeVito. You know Danny DeVito, don't you? He was in Twins, a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, ironically titled Twins because they clearly were really different. Danny DeVito's short and, 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 and funny and Arnold Schwarzenegger is tall and, and serious. Um, Danny DeVito. So basically Danny DeVito was standing at the bridge and he said to me, Hey, Luke. Um, hey, Luke. And I said, that doesn't sound like your voice. I don't know how you speak, really, Danny DeVito. Um, so um, I'm just going to make you... I'm going to make you kind of like this, okay, Danny? Danny DeVito. Uh, I'm going to make you Italian-American already. So... Oh, uh, and Danny DeVito said, "Hey, look, that's fine by me. You can make me, you can make me Italian American. It's not really the way I speak normally, but hey, that that doesn't matter. Okay, you're gonna make me Italian American in this story. That's fine by me. Okay, Danny. So apparently, you're gonna ask me three unique questions. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. Okay, I got three questions for you. You gotta listen carefully because if you get these questions wrong, you ain't gonna get over this bridge. All right." I said to him, that is quite a good Italian-American accent, even though that's not normally how you speak, Danny DeVito. Um, Why is that? Well, you know, to be honest with you, Luke, to be honest with you, um, the reason I'm speaking like this is just because uh, it's one of the accents that you can do. Um, Okay? Uh, That's it. That's the only reason. It's just one of the accents that you can do. And since you're making up this story, uh, you know, I'm... Uh, it, it 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 makes sense for me to speak in one of the voices that you're actually able to to reproduce, don't you think? Um, yeah, that's true. That's true. So let's let's get to it, Danny. Ask me these questions. Um, I suppose these are questions which are uniquely designed to test me, to test my humanity, to test my soul, my my um, you know my, my the true nature of my personality. Is that right? Yeah, look, it's something like that. Yeah, it's it's a kind of spiritual, mystical thing, you know. Um, you know, I read it in some book. I think it was called uh, what was it called? Now the 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 Road of Kings or something. The Road of Kings, Lord of Lord of the Rings, maybe. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, there was the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I read it in uh, the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit or some bullshit. Um, yeah, it's probably best that you don't say that uh, because. Uh, um, uh, I, I might be accused of plagiarism. Okay, hey, look, don't worry, don't worry about it. Come on, it doesn't matter. It's just a story. It's uh, it's a parody. Huh? It's a parody. You'll be protected by the law. It's the parody laws. Okay, you're gonna be fine. Okay, right, good. So you know the law, do you, Danny? Yeah, I know the law. Yeah, I'm. Hey, I'm down with the law. I know the law because I break the law. If you break the law, you gotta know the law. You gotta know where the law is in order to break the that law. You gotta go. Okay, so there's the law. I'm gonna just put it down there in front of me, and then I'm gonna break it. So you gotta know the law in order to know how to break the law. Okay, Danny, fine. You're a kind of Italian gangster, aren't you? In a, uh, a New York Italian American gangster. I get it, but for some reason you're guarding this bridge. Yeah, Luke. Uh, don't ask too many questions, okay? Don't ask, don't ask too many questions, Luke. All right, okay, Danny, you're sounding a lot more like Robert De Niro. Yeah, well, you know why? You know why that is, Luke? Because I may look like Danny DeVito. I'm actually Robert De Niro, but I'm a method actor. So, you know, I'm. Uh, 
it's just my the quality of my acting. I'm such a good actor over here that you may think I look like uh, uh, Danny DeVito. I'm actually Robert De Niro, but never mind, okay? I'm looking for an Oscar on this one, so don't ask too many questions, Luke. Okay, all right. So what's your, what's your first question for me, um, Danny? Okay, Luke, are you ready? Here's your first, qu- here's your first question. Uh, question number one. Um, okay, question number one. Um, what is the difference? What is the difference between the present perfect and the past simple tense? Oh, for God's sake, Danny! Please don't ask me that. Okay, I can give you. I can give you a. You can give you my answer, all right, Danny? Here we go. Right. So the past simple. Past simple. Uh, is is used to um, express some remoteness from the present. Okay, that's the basic aspect of the this past simple tense. It expresses remoteness in time. Okay, so that means that we use the past simple as a way of describing events that happened in finished time periods. Okay, finished events in finished time periods. For example, I spoke to the farmer. Right, I spoke to the farmer this morning. Right, this morning is finished. So spoke because it's past simple. Finished, finished time, finished event. Fine. Okay, so we use it to tell stories. I spoke to the farmer, and then I did that, and then I found the bridge, and now uh, I'm, I'm talking to you. Okay, um, all right. It's still slightly confusing, to be honest, Luke, because, uh, you know, you, you, you mentioned that you spoke to the farmer, but that's kind of recent time. So there's still a kind of gray area going on. I'm not really sure. Finished actions, finished time. It expresses remoteness in time. Because it's finished periods of time. Okay? Okay. Okay. And the present perfect? Okay, it's the present perfect, all right? Not present perfect. Hey, you can call it the, you can call it whatever you want, all right? I'm calling it the present perfect because I'm from New York. All right? And and uh, you know, I drink coffee and I talk about present perfect tense. Get over it. Okay, it's present perfect. Present perfect is basically the combination the the connection between a past action and the present time right there's a connection between the uh, past action and present time and that connection can be expressed in a number of ways for example it could be that it was a recent very recent events for example i've just seen the farmer okay i've just seen the farmer very recent event using the word just as emphasis okay also it could be a connection between a past event and the present because the past event is still happening for example i've been telling this story Luke, that's present perfect continuous. Okay, for example, I've lived in, uh, I've uh, I've worked as a language. <coughs> Luke, come on, pull yourself together. Okay, I've worked as a language teacher for twelve years. Okay, so I started twelve years ago. I'm still working as a language teacher. Um, uh, so the, the yes, you see, started in the past, still still happening now. That's the connection between the past and the present. The verb is still. Uh, happening now, right? Also, it could be that the action is finished, but there is some evidence, uh, some effect on the present. So, I've lost my keys. Oh, God, I've lost my keys. So, I lost my keys in the past, but I still don't have my keys, so I've lost my com- uh, I've lost my keys. Compare that to I lost my keys. I lost my keys, Danny, all right? If I said to you, hey, Danny, I lost my keys, then you'd probably say what? Hey, uh, when did you lose them? Or, so I assume you've got your keys back now. 
Um, that's right, exactly, because uh, I lost my keys. That sent the idea is that that's, that happened in a finished time, and that maybe between losing the keys and now you found them again, right? It's, yes. Okay, so did I answer the question, Danny? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, it was uh, it was a little bit boring, um, you know, to be honest with you, because grammar is dull. Um, that's right, it is. It does tend to be dull. Uh, but, you know, you can't complain that the answer was boring because you asked me the question. What did you expect? Okay, okay, Luke. Okay, question number two. Okay, question number two. And uh, here it comes. Okay, here it comes. Here it comes, all right? Okay, I've got it. It's a mathematical question. Now, listen carefully, Luke. I am listening carefully. I get the impression that you're 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 struggling to think of a question. No, no, Luke, no. I got a question for you now. What's happened to your accent, Danny? Never mind, Luke. Never mind, all right? Okay, here's the question. John is on a train from Birmingham in your limey country, England. John is on a train from Birmingham to Manchester, all right? The train is moving at 50 kilometers an hour. Okay, Jane is in another train from Manchester to Birmingham. What has happened to your accent? Never mind, Luke. Listen to the question, all right? John is on a train, a stupid British train from Birmingham to Manchester. The train is moving at 50 miles an hour. Jane is on another train. She's moving from Manchester to Birmingham, goddammit. All right, now... Now, her train is moving at 100 miles an hour, kilometers an hour, sorry, metric system. And the question is, what are they both going to eat for breakfast? What? That's a ridiculous question. Well, how am I supposed to know what they're both going to eat for breakfast? Come on, Luke, come on. you got to think. Use your brain. Use your mind. Do whatever you can. you got to answer this question, otherwise you're never going to get across this stupid ikea bridge here and you're never going to get to see this talking dog and your listeners are just going to get frustrated and they're going to stop listening to this bullshit all right so you gotta you gotta answer the question otherwise this story is never ever going to end i can't believe you haven't even got to the talking dog yet um okay all right uh, danny I, I really need to answer this question quickly so that i can just get away from you because you're just annoying all right um all right, so, pause. Okay, Danny, I know. I know the answer. Uh, John and Jane, despite the fact that they're on different trains, travelling at different speeds, bound for different English cities, they're both eating chips because they're English. Hey, look, you're very good. You are very, very good. You answered the question correctly. You didn't get distracted by the mathematical thing. It was Ultimately, it was a cultural question. You're right, it was chips because they're English. Okay, good. Now... Uh, question three, question three, question three, question three, question three. Danny, get a grip. Okay, question three. The question is, the question is this. Now, if John Lennon, Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and George Harrison had never recorded any of those amazing songs that they did what would they have done with their lives okay that's the question
Go. What? That's the totally speculative question. There's no definite right or wrong answer to that. How am I supposed to get the answer right when there's no definite right or wrong answer? Yeah, well, to be honest, Luke, I, I didn't really think about that. I didn't really think about that, so, uh, you know, just give it your best shot. That's all I can say, all right? I'll be, I'll take that into consideration. Okay, uh, um, all right then. You're not a very good bridge guard, are you, Danny DeVito? Hey, no, I'm not, but, you know, you know, I'm just acting. I'm actually Robert De Niro. Danny DeVito is not available, so I had to come in, and I'm improvising, so come on, give me a break. Okay, okay, uh, Danny, Robert, whatever. Um... Okay, so if the Beatles hadn't recorded those songs, what would they have done? Um, I, 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 I think, now really, 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 what would they have done? I think that they probably would have... I think John Lennon would have been an artist in some way. He would have been a painter. John Lennon would have become a painter. Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney uh, would have um, become some kind of um i think he would have gone into advertising he would have been an advertising executive and he would have uh been very successful as an advertising executive ringo Starr would have opened a, a chain of hairdressers who would have been a hairdresser and george harrison would have opened a curry restaurant an indian restaurant okay very good, Luke. You are very, very good. I've no idea if if those answers are actually correct, but I kind of liked what you said. So you can get over the bridge. So I just I, I sprinted, I dashed across the bridge in order to escape from Danny DeVito because he was so annoying. And I thought I've got to get to this talking dog, and I've got to do it quickly because this is ridiculous. I don't even know if I'm going to upload this story onto the internet because it's just so stupid. And I'm concerned that if I do upload this onto the internet, that it's going to bring down the general level of quality of Luke's English podcast. But you know, it's Luke's English podcast. It's my thing. I can do whatever I want if I fancy uploading this then i will god damn it um okay so i got finally to a big barn a big barn that's like a big wooden building where they farmers keep you know crops and keep animals i got into the barn and there in the corner of the barn there was a there was a dog there was a little dog in the corner of the barn and i thought oh my god there there's the dog that must be it um Okay, so I, I approached the dog, and the dog was just sitting in, in the corner of the barn, just chatting, just chatting away. Not on a computer, but just chatting with his, with his voice. And I thought, this is amazing. Um, the dog was, you know, a cute little dog, kind of looked a, kind of old, shaggy hair, um, um, like long, floppy ears. Uh, I don't know what kind of breed it was. I think it was like a mongrel, you know, like a mix of breeds. But he was he was a ch- charming, cute dog, kind of grey uh, fur, long, uh, shaggy hair, fur, long ears. And he was sitting in the corner of the, the barn, just chatting. He was going, well, I suppose the... Uh, the, probably the greatest uh, adventure that I ever had was when I got locked inside a Russian prison and I had uh, no choice but to eat rats in order to survive and that was uh, exciting and the only way I could get out was to slowly 
slowly but surely pick at the concrete around the bars of the cage and I did that over a period of like 20 years I think it was and eventually I managed to free myself and I bound leapt forward into into uh, the Siberian uh, uh, tundra in order to escape that hell hole and then I was free finally free again free at last and I said uh, I interrupted the dog and I said excuse me um sorry to interrupt you but um are you the talking dog and the dog went well what what do you what do you expect i mean that's rather a stupid question wouldn't you say uh well yeah i suppose so i mean i know that you are a talking dog but are you the talking dog the famous talking dog from the sign by the road yes luke that's me i'm the famous talking dog and uh, as you can hear i speak rather well i've got a excellent sort of 1950s era uh, BBC accent and um, my diction is perfect and I really represent uh, some kind of ideal version of English. So yes indeed Luke, I am the talking dog and in fact here I am a dog talking to you now. Uh, Would you like to ask me any questions? well, first of all, I'd just like to say that this is amazing, and uh, I, I, I've got loads of questions. Like, for example, how do you speak? How did you learn to talk? And 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 uh, you know, how did you end up in this farm? I don't know where to start. Let, uh, uh, so how how come you can speak? Well, Luke, really, um, I'm just an ordinary dog like other dogs, except that I can speak perfect English. Um, and um, really, it started when I was a puppy. I was brought up uh, here on this farm, as a matter of fact, and I just learned to talk um, just by listening to the radio. Um, I we used to put the, the the farmer used to bring a little radio in here, and he'd play BBC Radio Four, and I would listen to it. And eventually, I just started barking certain words. I would sort of bark "Hi, hi, hi," things like that. I would just start barking words. And uh, my, my, my other dogs, the other dogs here on the farm, they could also speak, but the only word they could say was woof. That was it. They would just, they would just run around going woof, 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 woof. Rather limited, rather basic vocabulary, not very stimulating conversation. For example, after I'd learned you know, the basics, I would say to them, so how are you? How are you, Fido? And Fido would go woof, woof, woof. Boring, frankly, boring conversation. Uh, I can't really explain why I can speak. Um, it's just one of those things, really. I just, I, I just learnt how to do it from. I, I was just. I guess I'm talented or something. I can just do it. You know, some dogs can play the piano. Some dogs can juggle. Well, I can speak. I can speak well. Can dog? Can dogs play the piano and juggle? Well, never mind, Luke. Never mind. Um, so yes, I, I can speak. And really, so um, you must have had quite an interesting life as a talking dog. Um, well, it's, as a matter of fact, Luke, I have. In fact, I've been all around the world, and I've done many, many, many things. In fact, once uh, someone from the MI5, MI5, that's that's the Secret Service, isn't it? That's right, Luke. Thanks for explaining that. Uh, the MI5, um, uh, a gentleman from the MI5 came to visit me once because he wanted to employ me as a spy. Um, so I I joined the MI5, that's right, and I worked with uh, with James Bond. Now, James Bond didn't really like me. Why didn't he like you? Well, the, the reason he didn't like me was because, first of all, he doesn't really like dogs. 
Uh, it's rather irrational. He's more of a cat person himself. He likes pussies, you know. And so um, he didn't like me because uh, not only because he prefers, uh, you know, cats, but uh, because he um, uh, he's irrational. He's, a, he's an irrational man. Anyway, he's a very good spy, but uh, we didn't really get on. But we used to go on missions together, and in fact, what would what they would do is they would send me deep behind enemy lines, uh, deep behind enemy lions. Yes, Luke, I would. The, I, we we would infiltrate circuses, bad evil circuses, and I would go deep behind enemy lions. Uh, also, I would go into Africa, and there I would go deep behind enemy lions as well. No, not enemy lions, Luke. Don't be ridiculous. Enemy lines. Enemy lines. You know, in a war or something. Yes, this was during the Cold War. They sent me to Russia. Um, and I spied on the, the leaders of the, the, the Soviet, uh, Soviet Union. They didn't realize that I was spying because they thought I was a dog. They were like, oh, look at the lovely dog. They, they, speak, they spoke in Russian, of course, rather than that ridiculous accent that I just did. Oh look, there is a, a lovely dog. Um, I don't, uh, I I don't uh, think that that's a particularly good accent. But never mind. They they just thought I was a dog, and so they continued uh, their clandestine meetings, and I was able to listen in, and then I would run back. I trot back to uh, to to HQ to the MI5, and I'd reveal all of the Russian secrets in it. It helped to. It helped to prevent the Cold War from breaking out into genuine war. So I like to think that I, you know, I, I saved the world, really. Um, I, I didn't just do that, Luke. I, did, I had lots of other adventures, which um, I could tell you about uh, if, if there was time. Um, uh, but you'll just have to take my word for it. For example, I, you know, I worked for the Rolling Stones uh, as, a, as, a, as a drugs mule. Um, obviously, you know, when they travelled around the USA, they, um, they couldn't hold on to their their drugs you know it's the rolling stones they they took a lot of drugs that's 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 what they're supposed to do they're the rolling stones i think you'll agree luke yes that's right although drugs are bad um if it's the rolling stones that's okay isn't it because that's their job isn't it they're supposed to be sort of drug users and crazy rock and roll drug guys so that's all right isn't it yes yes luke it is exactly so when they were traveling around the world they couldn't hold on to the drugs themselves so what they did is they gave them all to me and um and i just kept them uh, in a little bag around my around my, my around my neck and um so when the police stopped the rolling stones it's like you you're the rolling stones and we're going to stop you and search you because we suspect that because you're the rolling stones you will have some illegal substances about your persons so empty your pockets keith richards and Keith would go, yeah, all, all right, yeah, I don't mind, I don't mind if uh, if I empty my pockets, that's all right. And Mick was like, now look here, right? Now you asking me to empty my pockets? And so that was the the Rolling Stones. And um, but I would have all the drugs in a little bag around my neck, and the police would be like, hey, look at the cute little puppy dog. Oh, that is so cute. I never realised you Rolling Stones were such soft dog loving people. Well, we can't. We we haven't found any drugs on you guys, so you better get on your way. Little did they know, of course, Luke, that I had the drugs in a little bag around my neck. I say little bag; it was actually rather a large bag. It was a huge sack which uh, I dragged behind me because it was so full of drugs. You know, because it's the Rolling Stones, Luke, because they took lots of drugs. 
they don't anymore, of course. They, they've, they've cleaned themselves up and they're now very respectable and clean living to an extent. Um, so I did all kinds of crazy things. I've been all around the world, Luke, as a talking dog, and I've, I've, I've had many experiences. It's been incredible. But now, now I like to just stay here in the farm and just rest in in the farm back to back with my family my i've got my 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 doggy wife and my doggy children and uh it's 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 fine um and i'm happy now settled here and i and and so i said to the dog so uh all right that's an amazing story i can't believe a that you can speak and b that you've had all these incredible experiences this is unbelievable now if um can you just wait here I'm just going to pop back to the to the farmer. I just want to speak to him about something. Never mind what it is. I just want to chat to the farmer about something quickly, okay? So the dog was like, certainly, Luke, certainly. You just, uh, I'll be here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm a dog. I mean, I have legs, but I won't be using them because I'm resting. Okay, so fine. You come back in a bit. Um, so I... I, I came I went outside the barn and I, I looked around I thought do I have to go across that bridge and through that enchanted forest again because I don't want to have to meet Robert De Niro it's just annoying so what I did was I um, I just ran I ran as fast as I could I jumped over the river Robert De Niro was like hey look what are you doing and I just kept going I kept running through the forest I didn't keep to the path but it was all right because, you know, there were spiders, but they were only small, tiny little spiders. So I just ran over them. No problem. I didn't harm them. They were okay. I jumped over them, you see, because I'm a jumpy, jumpy jump person. I can jump, jump things. Uh, and I, I, I've, I got to the wall and I just went through the door. I didn't need to go round the wall because that's ridiculous, isn't it? What's the point of that? Uh, I just went through the door because there was a door in the wall. And I got to the farm. I got to, I got to the farmhouse. I knocked on the door. Knock, 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 knock. And the farmer arrived. He said, "All right, Luke. So I suppose you've. Um, I I hope that you you didn't leave the path and that you didn't uh, go in the river and that you managed to answer the questions and that you left the red and white mushrooms alone." Yes, I did. I didn't even see any red red and white mushrooms. Ah, oh, Luke, you say that. You say that you didn't see them, but maybe you did. Maybe you did see them, and maybe you ate some, and you don't realise it. Maybe this is all just a dream. Yeah, maybe it's a dream, but maybe it's not, all right? In fact, I'm sure it's not because, I mean, I'm writing this story and I decide what's happening and basically, no, I didn't see any mushrooms, all right? You can keep them, you crazy weirdo. Um, And I said, right, so this talking dog, I can't believe it. It's true. It's a real talking dog. It's amazing. I'd like to to buy the dog. Um, I'd like to buy it and I'm going to offer you a thousand pounds for it. And the farmer said, to be honest, Luke, you can keep the dog um, because uh, he's a liar. He never did any of those things. He just made it all up. You can have him for free. And I thought, oh, my God, I can't believe it. That's that's it. That's, a, that's, a, that's the punchline of the story. What a massive anticlimax. That's just disappointing. Just from a joke point of view, in terms of the story, good, free, excellent. I'll, go, I'll just go and pick him up now. Uh, thanks a lot, farmer. So I, I, I yeah, I, uh, I, I took a shortcut back to the uh, barn. I didn't realise, but there was like a little tunnel underneath the forest. I just went through the tunnel. This is convenient. Um, but that's what happens when you're making up stories. You can just decide um, that there are tunnels 
that that allow you to make shortcuts. It's, it's clever, isn't it? It's not really clever. It's kind of stupid. But anyway, I got back to the barn and I found the dog and I said, "So, uh, dog, doggy, 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 dog, Snoop, Snoop, doggy, dog. Well, I don't know what your name is. I'm going to call you Snoop. Okay, Snoop, doggy, dog, um, Snoop, Snoopy, Snoopy. Fine. So, Snoopy, um, uh, the farmer says I can I can take you. So you're coming with me, okay, Snoopy? You're coming with me. And Snoopy said, "Really, Luke? Really, really?" Think, think, Luke. Are you going to take me away from my family? Are you going to take me away from my doggy wife? Are you going to separate me from my doggy children? And I said to him, Oh, God, Snoopy, don't. You're breaking my heart. Don't do that. But, Luke, I'm retired now. I'm retired. I don't want to be taken off on some other adventure. Just leave me, Luke. Leave me. Leave me here. Leave me at peace with my doggy wife and my doggy kids. And I said to Snoopy, Okay, all right, but promise me one thing, Snoopy. Promise me one thing. Um, now I'm going to leave you this this uh, this MP3 recorder, okay, Snoopy? I'm going to leave that with you, and I want you to promise that from time to time you just record stories about your experiences, and then just email them to me, okay? And because I think you'd be great for Luke's English podcast. I think you've got so many interesting stories to tell, and because you speak such good English, I think that you could provide a really great example of spoken English for um, all of my listeners. You know, I think that they would enjoy the stories and I think they'd be able to learn a lot and be able to copy your excellent English. I think that it's important. You can help many people around the world to improve their English. You don't even need to go anywhere. You don't need to go behind enemy lions or behind enemy lines. You don't need to do anything, really. Um, you just uh, You just have to record... Uh, some stories and send them to me by email. Will you promise me to do that? Snoo- Will you promise to do that for me, Snoopy? And Snoopy said, "Well, Luke, I shall promise to do that." And you know what? As a matter of fact, that's perfect because obviously I love my life here on the farm, but sometimes I miss opportunities to speak real British English, and so I'll be glad to record my voice into this. Uh, little recorder for you and I will email stuff to you um, I, I'm, I'm not able to use a computer myself but it's okay I'm going to ask uh, Bessie the cow uh, She she's a, a, an IT expert so I'll ask her and she'll help me out to do it and it'll be it'll be great um, so thank you Luke thanks for not taking a, me away from my from from what from my little doggy wife my doggy children yes thank you for not separating me from them Luke and Luke one more question one more question what about the wasps and the bees? You didn't bring them back into the story. Oh, yeah, that's right, isn't it? Oh, dear. Well, maybe I can ask you, Snoopy. This is a farm. Do you have many wasps and bees on the farm? Um, and Snoopy said, no, no. There are no wasps or bees. Um, so, no, sorry. I think you're just going to have to end the story. Um, and um, and so with that, I, 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 I wished Snoopy farewell. I left him the MP3 recorder and I, I, I put my hand back in my pocket and I realised that there was a, a Swiss Army penknife in there. And I thought, well, if I'm going to take one thing away from this, it'll be this little Swiss Army knife. And maybe I'll be able to use it in the future in another episode of Luke's English Podcast in which I make up some kind of ridiculous story that doesn't make any sense and could possibly have alienated a large section of my my audience Um, but if you've listened to the episode up to this point then that must mean 
that you've either got some patience or that you've got nothing better to do or you've found the story to be another unquestionable work of genius from the mind of Luke from Luke's English Podcast. Um, leave me your comments, leave me your questions and things like that. Maybe you can suggest uh, stories that Snoopy uh, has experienced in his life. Whatever you want to do, that's fine by me. Uh, just um, thanks again for listening to another ridiculous episode of Luke's English Podcast. And who knows, in the near future, you may hear more from a certain character called the Pink Gorilla. Bye, 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 bye. down the highway one day he sees a sign by the side of the road it says talking dog inside doesn't have anything much else to do that day so he figures he'll check it out so he goes inside man behind the counter he says I understand that you have a talking dog he says yes I do he says can I see it he says sure he says go around the back you'll see the talking dog so he goes around to the back of the store and sure enough, there's an old mangy dog lying there in the corner. So he goes over to the dog, he says, excuse me, he says, are you the talking dog? And the dog looks up, he says, yes, I am. He says, well, that's amazing. He says, how did you learn how to talk? He says, really, he says, there's not much I can tell you. He says, when, my, when I was growing up, I was a little puppy, all my other litter mates, they would bark, they would howl, but I would talk. He says, it just came naturally. He says, that's an amazing thing. He says, did you ever do anything to capitalize on this amazing talent of yours. He said, oh yes, he said, shortly after I, I, I reached uh, adulthood, I was a young, young dog, he says, I joined the CIA. They assigned me to go behind the Iron Curtain, I went to Warsaw, I went to Prague, I spent some time in Moscow. People would talk freely in front of me because I'm a dog, and then I would return and I would report back to my case officer. We had many, many intelligence coups that way. He says, that's really sensational. He says, did you uh, do anything after the CIA? He says, yeah. He says, I went to work for the State Department. I uh, was at the Court of St. James at the American Embassy in London. He says, I went to Paris. I served several years there. He said, frankly, I got tired of being away from home. He says, I came back here. I met a beautiful female dog. We got married, and we have a beautiful litter, and I'm settled down now. This is what I'm doing. He says, that's sensational. He says, Wait a minute, he says, I'll be right back. So he goes around to the front of the store and he says, I don't suppose you'd be willing to, to sell this dog. He says, sure. He says, I'd be willing to sell him. He says, well, how much would you want for this, for this dog? He says, $10. He says, $10? He says, for a dog that, that's, that's so fantastic? He says, ah, he's full of shit. He never did any of those things. <laughs> again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, you can visit teacherluke.wordpress.com. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.